0: I'm Joe Morgan Stern, the film critic of the Wall Street Journal. In the new English comedy The Lady in the Van, the lady in question insists that she is by nature a clean person. That may be true, but nurture and cruel circumstance have taken over to such a degree that the aged heroine stinks. The film is often eloquent on the subject of her odoriferousness. It's also wonderfully funny, terribly touching, and a vehicle with comically dilapidated vehicles for the boundless gifts of Maggie Smith. She plays a woman called Miss Shepherd. At least that's what she's called at first by a luckless writer named Alan Bennett after she decides to park the shabby van that she calls home in front of his home in a gentrifying district of London in 1979. The real-life Alan Bennett adapted what he calls the mostly true screenplay from his own memoir. As it turns out, Miss Shepard has other identities, at least two other vehicles— and a past that goes a long way toward explaining her blighted present. The main attraction is almost always Maggie Smith, but Alex Jennings is also extraordinary in the dual role of Alan the man, who actually had a tumultuous relationship with the van lady for 15 years, and Alan the embellishing writer. Both Alans conduct a running dialogue on how the story should be told, The story that does get told stirred up more feelings than I could sort out in a single viewing. Paolo Sorrentino's Youth interweaves many themes, none of them trivial and all of them framed by lush cinematography. Age and youth, ambition and apathy, the challenge of choosing between horror and desire— From early on, my strong desire was for this horribly pretentious phantasmagoria to be over. The stars Michael Caine and Harvey Keitel play old friends in their late 70s, They've come on vacation to an alpine resort in Switzerland. For Keitel's Mick Boyle, an over-the-hill movie director, it's a working vacation. He's determined to finish writing a film that will be his last testament. For Kane's Fred Ballinger, it's a withdrawal from the life he once led as a renowned orchestra conductor and composer. Tell them to forget me, he says to an emissary from Queen Elizabeth, He's come with an offer of a knighthood if Fred will conduct one last performance of his most popular composition for Prince Philip's birthday. Like Sorrentino's previous film, The Great Beauty, this one is full of Fellini-esque flourishes plus glib existentialism juxtaposed with synthetic optimism. The supporting cast includes Rachel Weiss, Paul Dano, and Jane Fonda, but they, like Cain and Keitel, are stuck with English-language dialogue that's neither profound, as it pretends to be, nor colloquial, as it needed to be. We're all just extras, Mick says at one point. No, we're not, but we can't play meaningful roles without meaningful words i'm joe morganstern i'll be back on kcrw next week with more reviews